Thomas and Friends Storytime. Thomas and the Frog Engine, a podcast story for kids, starring Thomas and a very friendly frog. Based on the railway series by the Reverend W. Audrey, created by Britt Allcroft, and read by me, Rachel Louise Miller. This episode is brought to you by Day Out with Thomas Events. Parents, get ready for a day of adventure. Day Out with Thomas is heading to a station near you. Jump on board for a train ride with Thomas, meet Sir Topham Hatt, enjoy live entertainment and so much more. Visit dayoutwiththomas.co.uk for tickets. And now it's story time. Over the hill and round the bend, you'll find a large roundhouse called Tidmouth Sheds where five little engines sleep soundly at night and wake in the morning as the sun shines its light. They all have work to do and cargo to tow. For this happy crew, it's all engines go. Today's story is all about making new friends. It's called Thomas and the Frog Engine. One day, Thomas was racing along while playing keepy-uppy with a bouncy ball. One bounce on his head, boink! Then two on his buffer plate, dink, dink! Then one on his cab, thud! Followed by a flick up onto his smokestack, where he caught it perfectly. Ta-da! said Thomas, amazed by his own juggling skills, totally unaware of the bend ahead of him. Whoa! went Thomas as he sped around it. Whoosh! went the ball as it flew through the air before it landed in a small pond. Splash! Oh, shocks, said Thomas glumly as he came to a stop. I could get it for you, came a voice out of nowhere. Thomas looked around but couldn't see anyone. Down here, came the voice again. Thomas looked down and saw a small green frog sitting on a lily pad. Oh, said Thomas, surprised by a talking frog. You can? But only if you promise to be my friend and spend time with me, Ribbit, replied the frog. Thomas thought that was a bit odd, a steam engine being friends with a frog, but he did really want his ball back. Sure. I promise, he said, at which the frog smiled the widest froggy smile before jumping high into the air. Boing! Then landing, splash, in the pond. Thomas was impressed. The frog swam to the ball, then, balancing it on his head, brought it back to dry land. He tossed it up to Thomas's smokestack, and Thomas caught it perfectly. Glomp. So, what do you want to do next? Ribbit, the frog asked eagerly. Thomas thought for a second. Hmm, we could have a race, he said. Ready, set, go! And Thomas whooshed off. Before realising that was maybe a silly idea... Steam engines are much faster than frogs. Clearly, a race wasn't going to work. Now it was the frog's turn to think. Hmm, we could go for a swim, 
he said, and was about to jump back into the pond when he realised that wasn't going to work either. Steam engines don't swim. They sat and thought some more. Just then, Mia came by. She was delivering an elephant to the zoo. She asked Thomas if he wanted to go to the zoo with her. She knew how much he liked the silly monkeys. Thomas was very tempted. He thanked Nia very much for asking, but told her he was spending time with a frog. Nia thought that was a bit strange. A big steam engine spending time with a little frog. The railway is surely too dangerous a place for a little frog, she said, at which Nia politely said goodbye and puffed away. So, where were we? wondered Thomas. Oh, yes, trying to think of a game to play. Hmm. What about stack a track or tug of war? He said excitedly, before remembering how small the frog was. Nope, those games weren't going to work either. Just then, a fly buzzed past. Bzzz. What about catching flies? cried the frog as his tongue shot out of his mouth and snapped the fly out of the air. Snap! Mmm! Yum, yum, yum! Ribbit! said the frog, swallowing. Thomas looked down at his own tongue. That's not really going to work either. They would have to sit and think some more. Just then, Percy came by, pulling the mail train. He asked Thomas if he wanted to come along. When Percy was finished, they could play hide-and-seek, and he knew how much Thomas liked that. Thomas was very tempted. He thanked Percy for asking, but told him he was spending time with a frog. Percy thought that was a bit strange. A big steam engine spending time with a little frog. Oh, well, maybe tomorrow then, he said. That's when the frog noticed Percy was painted green, just like him. Hey, we could play hide and seek, he shouted excitedly as he jumped up onto Percy's body where he completely disappeared. Ribbit, he shouted, poking his head out from the boiler. Ah! Went Percy, jumping in shock. Ribbit, shouted the frog again, appearing from the cab. Went Percy again. <laughs> that was fun, said the frog, jumping back onto Thomas's buffer plate. Not for me, said Percy, who liked playing hide and seek, but didn't particularly like being the hiding place. Besides, he had mail to deliver, so he quickly said goodbye and hurried away. So what next, said Thomas. Hmm, what next indeed, said the frog, when... Karna zoomed by. She was freshly waxed and polished and was very proud of her gleaming paintwork. She said hello and asked Thomas if he wanted to race her back to Tidmouth. She knew how much he liked to race and peep his whistle as he sped through tunnels. Thomas was very tempted... He thanked Karna very much for asking, but told her he was spending time with a frog. Karna thought that was a bit strange. 
a big steam engine spending time with a little frog. That's when the frog noticed his reflection in Karna's shiny paintwork. Hey, look! That's me! He said as he leapt onto her, hopping back and forth while making silly faces as he went. Ah, my shiny paintwork! Karna shrieked. Now it's all slimy and sticky. Oh, get off, get off! At which the frog jumped off. Boing! And Karna quickly said goodbye and zoomed away. Thomas felt a little bit sad. He looked at the frog. I'm sorry, he said. I'm not really a very good playmate, am I? I can't think of anything for us to do together. But the frog was more cheerful. I didn't ask you to play with me. I asked you to spend time with me, which is exactly what you have done. You had the chance to play with your engine friends, but you stayed with me instead. Ribbit. But that's what I said I would do, replied Thomas with a friendly smile. I made a promise, a Thomas promise, and I always keep my promises. That's what true friends do. The frog smiled the widest froggy smile. Then, poof! There was a puff of smoke, and the frog transformed into a magnificent steam engine. But not just any old steam engine, a royal engine fit for a king. Thomas couldn't believe his eyes. The royal engine explained that a long time ago. A spell was placed on him that could only be broken when another engine showed him true friendship, which is exactly what Thomas had done. And now he must return to his royal duties. But he hoped that one day he would meet Thomas again when they could spend proper time together, even have a game of keepy uppy. Thomas liked that idea very much, and with that. The royal engine sounded his royal horn, da 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 da, and puffed away. Later that night, Thomas settled down in his bed at Tidmouth Sheds, where he thought about his day and how the most wonderful thing about friends is that they truly do come in all shapes and sizes and sounds. Ribbit. The end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends story time. Parents, if you liked what you heard, like, review, and subscribe to our channel. Tell your friends too. Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Galen Thomas Limited.